So how is it going? Welcome to Legacy Respawn Podcast, your weekly source of video game news, reviews, and impressions. My name is Andrew, and joining me virtually is the Rogue Master, Jacob. Hello, good sir. Good sir. Good sir. Here I am. Here I am. It's me. I'm not going to sing Tay-Tay today. I'm not doing it. Oh, man. Some some reason when you made that voice, I thought of Mario. I don't know why that is. <laughs> Mario? Yeah, I don't know. That's what, that's what struck me. Struck me. No. I don't think it, it is. I know you did. with the Mario hat on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know you're excited for that Mario RPG maker. RPG maker, Jesus. RPG maker Mario. Yes, Mario I RPG. am. <laughs> that's coming up, ain't it? That's soon, ain't it? Is it really? Is it that soon? Hold on. I, th- I thought it was. We gotta reschedule everything. Is it this fall? Ain't that what what, what we read last time? My short term memory is failing me. Oh, I don't have that anymore. That's November gone. November seventeenth. Sorry, a little little past fall. <laughs> what am I gonna do? Because uh, Alan Wake comes out in October. Oh, I got this something. is November, and something <laughs> else is then too, right? Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, well, Starfield is September. So uh, that's obviously going to be till till retirement. You'll play play that right. So um, you'll have to play these yeah. sixty five plus. You know, eight years old when you get there. <laughs> <laughs> but I got something for you. You said Alan Wake. And I'm so glad you said Alan Wake because I might have a hot take for you on Alan Wake. It's <laughs> oh, a good one. <laughs> so. So Alan Wake obviously is the, is the free the not well it comes with your subscription for PlayStation. So if you want to play Alan Wake the remastered, go do it. It's on there. Uh, so I installed it right, and we're like, you know, we can we we wrapped up on Amnesia Rebirth, and we're like, okay, well we'll we'll try something on the PlayStation. Right? I was like, well, I'll install Alan Wake remastered. I was like, I got good word, good word. <laughs> this game is this, this is the game, right? And uh, you know, we fired it up and started playing it. And I was like, it gets to the, the segment where it's like, it shows you how to use like the flashlight and pistol. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is cool. I, I was like, I don't mind this. This is all right. And uh, then then later on, right, uh, very, very light spoilers because it's, it's like first hour of the game. Uh, you get into a segment where you're running through the woods uh, and you have to get to a gas station, right? Uh, right. Very, very early, very early in the game. But uh, there was like, it spawns like four enemies at once or so, something like that in the woods. And I feel like the flashlight mechanic is it's, it, it just feels like it's not baked enough. Like I get what they're doing with it, but I didn't feel like it was enjoyable to do that. So like when you're maybe it's, maybe it's a later game thing that, that it gets better, but when you're beaming the flashlight, I feel like the, the, the time it takes to like knock the darkness off of the, of, of whatever you were trying to shoot takes entirely too long I, I don't know if i'm just doing it wrong or or what the <laughs> deal is and then you can you hold the, get out of their face yeah you can hold the button right to speed it up like to, to give them some extra light uh but it eats your mm-hmm. batteries and i don't know i just felt like it felt tedious uh that's that management it's it, survival yeah it just felt <laughs> tedious though when when i was doing it i was like i don't know if i like this like i get it um but I just felt like it, it just needed something 
to go with that. Almost like like when you play like Luigi's Mansion, right? It has the same the same kind of concept uh, as mm-hmm. that, and I feel like they in in like incorporated it into the game like very well how they did it in like Luigi's Mansion. Uh, but when I play Alan Wake, I just feel like it's an extra step I have to do just to shoot something. I, I, just, I, I didn't feel it when I was playing it. Um, and I don't know, maybe, maybe there, is there upgrades or something for that? Is there something you can do to, to I believe there's like bigger flashlights too. Cause it, it just like, I'm felt, pretty sure you get like a, a big honk in one. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't like, I, yeah, I, I just don't know if like, I felt like I almost at the point I was like, okay, well, I'll just leave it be for now. So we made it to the the gas station. And that's kind of where we left off somewhere right around that. I think it was the end of chapter, chapter one. Right. I think it was the end of that. And uh, I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to continue this playthrough. I didn't, I didn't have strong feelings for it uh, as I thought, but I can tell that, okay, some of the mechanics and stuff do feel, even though it's the remastered, it does feel dated. Right. It feels oh, like the dodge. If, right. Oh, so, yeah, absolutely. So the dodge and the running mechanic being on the same button. Uh, yeah, like, oh, yeah. And so every time you go to run, he dodges first. So he like trips. <laughs> like It's just, just awful animation, I feel like <laughs> uh, to go run. Uh, but the dodge is absolutely atrocious. I just cannot stand uh, the dodge. It was it was pretty bad. Then it then it does like a sin. Like you don't have to give me a cinematic slow mo every time. I dodge. I don't need that if I dodge. Just let <laughs> it me feels con- good. <laughs> Just let me continue the fight, uh, the thing with my, my my flashlight. I feel like it almost I breaks believe. the it breaks the flow for me a little bit. It does it too often. Uh, there, it, there's reasons um, that it that it does that. Like where that just the the way the whole game game looks and it's played out. I think there's reasons for that and how it looks. It kind of like explains stuff way later. Yeah, so now now that, that that is the other thing, right? So yeah, there's got some. I feel like it's got some. It, it has the 360 mechanics, right? It feels like I'm playing a 360 game that's just polished. Oh yeah, um, but um, the story, right? The story is the only thing that would probably lure me into like get to the credits of that game because I do like the story. I like where, like, like it has like because I have no idea. I'm I'm completely spoiler free of Alan Wake. This is like my first actual real time seeing and playing the, like, the gameplay of it. Like I've never even seen a speed run or, or really anything related to Alan Wake. So I'm pretty, pretty clean going into this. So I don't know what, what's going to happen. Right. So I'm in there and, and the whole thing's like, it makes you think like, okay, is, is, are you playing like him as he's writing the story or, or, you know, is he like living this and then he's going to create the story around it? Like, you don't know, right? It, it really gives right. that, that puzzling mystery of like, are you just playing through one of his stories or, or, or what's actually happening? Or is these events real? You know, you don't know mm-hmm. uh, what's ha- what, what, what that is, which is cool. I like how they bake that in. And then you find like the little uh, notes uh, throughout. They kind of fill in like uh, some of the, uh, the flavor text, I guess, for the chapter you're in. Yeah, uh, your pages that you pick up. Yep, and uh, I do like that part. I like collecting those, and I like the figuring the like developing that story a little bit more. And I think that's what carries that game. It's really because the, the combat for me is really a letdown uh, from what I wanted to be, and it felt like there there was a lot of combat, which was a little bit discouraging because I don't feel like that's the strong point of that game. I feel like that story is what's going to bring you in. 
to do it. Um, if they dialed back the combat, like, okay, we don't need a combat segment four times on this one path. Like, just give me one good good combat segment. We'll get through it. Um, but that's kind of like where I'm standing on it. I don't know if I'm going to play through the whole thing or if I'm just going to watch a playthrough of the whole thing. <laughs> Uh, but it's going to be one of the two. I do want to see the the, the story through uh, to see how that plays out because it is good. I like that part of it. You um you do get more a uh, couple more weapons and things later on to uh fit help <laughs> help a lot more. <laughs> um, the other thing I did not realize that the game released in 2010, so that's 13 years ago. <laughs> Yeah, it's didn't quite, realize that. Yeah, and I feel like so they did a good job like polishing the like the game visuals. I, I feel the game looks it looks fine, right? It's not it's not going to break your TV, right? It's, <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. It looks it looks good enough for what they did for the remaster, but I just really wish they went in and dialed in some of those little little tiny things, like that dodge mechanic being you know attached to the the sprint button. It just it, that feels bizarre to me. I feel like there's a lot of unutilized button, buttons actually on the. <laughs> controller that they don't even use uh so i feel like you could easily remap that i don't know why that yeah, was, right <laughs> why that was like that uh but it, it just baffled me maybe it's just it comes accustomed to people to use that button but but the the dodge so the dodge button is like l1 or something like that mm-hmm. it's not even like a circle or like a normal dodge button like like a square or a circle or even spider-man's triangle uh usually one of those buttons are usually dodge but not in Alan Wake. We're running and sprinting <laughs> with L1 in there. Uh, <laughs> and can can we can we please just like, address uh, this man's stamina? What's uh, it? Um, the first Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dark Souls was a little bizarre too, wasn't it? For the the sprint. Um, I, I believe you had to hold it and then click it again. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. This mid sprint. Yep, I think you're right. That and was the I think the first one. Yeah, that's been a minute since I've done that one. <laughs> yeah, I know that's what you really want to jump back into. <laughs> Until you get to Blight Town, uh, there's no point of playing <laughs> the game after that, right? <laughs> hey, just turn it off. You you won. You got there. <laughs> uh, God awful segment ever made in a game. <laughs> really punishing. Yeah. Oh, and Alan Wake stamina. Yeah, I don't know. Did you notice it when you played this game? Is this something that bothered you? Is how 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 like he's an eighty year old smoker and he he can run maybe <laughs> maybe twenty feet before he's like gassed like <laughs> I don't know it's, I was like wow this dude that's the <laughs> that's the horror aspect yeah like, I mean come on now <laughs> he anyway um, mostly anybody with two legs that can stand up and walk uh, can run at least that far <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, yeah, that's kind of my my sum up of of Alan Wake, where I'm, what what I thought of it anyway so far. But I don't think a lot of people, say, you know, a lot of people. I'm sure those people would agree with uh, like that. Now, don't get me wrong. If I played this game on my 360 in 2010, probably great. It would it would leave those lasting impressions. I can see that being the case uh, when this came out. But I'm I'm so tainted with uh, such good production stuff of nowadays that. It just, <laughs> It, it just kind of like sways my view a little bit, I guess you would say, uh, just because I know what they can do now that would that would, uh, you know, 
remedy that. I mean, I mean, they could have remapped the button in 2010 as well. Uh, that's not <laughs> quite that difficult. I could probably do that on the PC version. <laughs> but anyways. Kind Maybe of you'll need to play the second one where it's super pretty. Yeah. And then uh, yeah. go back to the first one. Are they a continuation? Is, is that what that is? Uh, yes, I believe so. so it's I'm not just... like, I don't think it's directly after, but it's definitely a continuation. Yeah, so I, I think, uh, I mean, obviously I'm not going to, I know the second one's going to be much better uh, mechanically than the, than the first one, but I'm obviously not going to play the second one until I, until I at least see the gameplay of the first one or, or play through it. one of the two. But yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to discourage one of your your top 10 games of all time. Uh, it's fine. I'll just uh, <laughs> be okay or whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Cool. yeah. It made me want to go play it like right now. <laughs> really? PlayStation here. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I think the story is definitely worth playing the game. It's just, uh, it's, it's just how much uh, do you want to endure the, to enjoy that? If you look at it like uh, like Silent Hill is really slow movement too, <laughs> makes me think of like that style. It's kind of like in that realm of the horror, except you have a little bit more of a run, a little jog, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see it. I can see it. Like I said, when this game came out in 2010, I can absolutely see why people were raving about it. Um, and I think that's partially the reason that uh, I'm just I'm just giving it a little bit of a hard time here. But I kind of would have imagined they would have cleaned that up a little bit in the remaster. But so when they when they so it's a remaster, right? It's not a remake. I, I get it, you know. But nitpicking, nitpicking a little bit here. That's okay. I <laughs> guess. <laughs> yeah. But I haven't gave uh, up on it, right? I'm going to experience it one way or the other. Like I, I didn't rule the game out completely. I, I do want to see. Like what happens? So that part of the game is very, very good. Yeah, the the fights get they escalate a lot when you get going. Yeah, so that's what I didn't really want. <laughs> you know, I just kind of just let me <laughs> let me enjoy this story. Maybe I'll dial we'll dial it back and just put it on uh, easy just to just to put it through. I mean, I got my, I got handed, it handed to me a couple times. Uh, just, oh yeah, just, just because it's really, really unfamiliar with the button layout and and like we're, like early in the game, right? So like they don't even give you the chance to to get too accustomed to like what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, you you absolutely have to like dodge and and have the flashlight dodge again, hit them, make sure you're keeping others back while you're trying to get another one. It's a lot of movement you got to do. Yeah, yeah, you're like Muhammad Ali out there in the woods. <laughs> mm-hmm. Punching spooky dudes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. So yep. Anyways, that's where I stood with that. I just wanted to. I wanted to throw that out for you because I know. I know I mentioned it at some point that I was going to try. Should have told me at the end. <laughs> just <laughs> good day, sir. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm out. <laughs> I, I I can see why a lot of people would be excited for the second though, because that second one's going to be, it's going to be great. I think that game is going to mm-hmm. be everything that everybody wants. Uh, with the spooks, I think that the spooks have been dialed up. Uh, from from then to now, probably they they've captured ways to give spooks 
and games that maybe didn't quite uh, come to fruition back then. Uh, that they yeah, could do, st- they could do really cool stuff now. Like uh, they they get out of, they get out of the jump scare realm, right? I think that's when the spooks really start to shine. Like nobody like wants to play a game that just has a nonstop stream of jump scares. <laughs> like, we don't. <laughs> yeah, want that. it gets um. <laughs> It, it it can get old pretty quickly. It's uh that's when they started pulling in a lot of like the psychological games and everything. And yes, yeah. And Alan Wake is one of those games, right? It's one of those games that's going to yeah. give you the atmosphere. It's going to give you the spooks and creeps and goosebumps if you're playing it late at night with the lights off. I could see where that could kind of dial into that. Um, it's a little more action front than than a Silent Hill per se, but I can see where they're trying to control that feeling. Uh, with that atmosphere and, and how they're developing through, I guess, whatever this darkness or evil to be. Evil. <laughs> Mermaid man, the barnacle boy. Evil. <laughs> uh, what was that other one? Uh, shark boy and lava girl? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> It was it was kind of like a I don't know how old was that movie? Gosh, it's probably being uh, two thousand ten ish, probably right around there. You bet. You bet to throw it in. Yeah, I throw it in. You know, surprisingly enough, that I actually seen that movie. Um, more recent than you would think. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's been you know obviously a couple of years uh, now, but I did see that on somewhere at some time. Uh. And I was like, wow, I, I didn't know this. I did. I forgot all about this being a thing <laughs> until that was, it, uh, it struck me. 2005. Wow. That's when Spy Kids were strong, right? That, well, that was a big thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's Spy, right. Spy Kids 3D. <laughs> <laughs> they got like stuck in a video game or something. Oh, yeah, I forgot there was a couple of those movies. Yeah, they were they were the thing, man. That was the that was the kids' movie. That was like, we're gonna go watch Spy Kids. Like that is, that's the real deal. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes did not like the Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. <laughs> I mean, I don't think a lot of people <laughs> like Shark Boy <laughs> and Lava Girl. <laughs> solid twenty percent on the uh, tomato meter. Oh, man. <laughs> I can I can understand. Uh, I can understand. I bet that I forgot this was a gaming podcast. <laughs> I do have another one for you. Um, if you're in, if, if you're in limbo over there, unless you wanted to hit me with something. Uh, no, you can give me one more thing. Uh, so I got a, I was on game pass, right? And I know you're a big fan of the factory builders and production games as I am. Um, yes. So if anybody wants to know, there's a game on there. Uh, I want to get the name right. Cause I don't, it's, it's brand new, right? It's an, it's an early access. And I want to call it, say it's called Tectonica. Did you see this? Oh, sounds familiar. So Tectonica is a, a factory building production game. It's a first person factory automation game set beneath the surface of an alien planet. Work alone or in co-op to build factories, gather resources, uh, research new technologies, mold a destructible terrain and establish a base of operation to uncover a long forgotten secret. Um, so if anybody's familiar, it's it has a similar uh, feel and layout as Satisfactory, um, being a three dimensional model instead of like a Factorio style. Uh, 
two-dimensional. Uh, this game is great. I probably put a couple hours into this game um, to give it a, a good, you know, a good play to feel like if I wanted to continue it or not. And I was playing this on console, and it feels to, for this style of game being like such a PC strong game. Um, to have that on console is great. I think they did a phenomenal job of getting that ported over. And the sprint button is the joystick on this game, which is great. Um, but it feels good. I think it you. Looks it, good. It's great, and it, so there's four player co op as well. So if anytime you wanna you wanna punch some ground, slap <laughs> some, slap some metal on something. You know? I sure do love that. <laughs> uh, but it's a lot of fun, and uh, if if um, they keep developing this game because this is like brand spanking new, right? They just slapped this right onto the internet uh, the other day, June eight or yeah, July, days ago. July 18th. Uh, so I'm sure they're going to keep uh, rebuilding and refreshing this with new stuff, but there's a lot of content already in there. And uh, another thing they do well in this game is okay. You're like, you're like, so you're living in like an underground, um, like hollow earth kind of deal. Right. <laughs> Uh, so you're living in there and you're doing this thing and there's like little like uh, there's some weird lore going on. Right. There's like a mystery you're uncovering at the same time as like building this factory, uh, which is really neat. I think that's really cool that they incorporated a story into something that really doesn't need story, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> which is something that you don't usually see with these. Most of the time it's like, oh, ship crash on planet, build spaceship, leave planet. It's kind of like that. Like usually the deal. <laughs> Uh, but this gives you a little bit more flavor to go along with that. And what I played of it makes me want to play more. And and like I said, the controls for this, when you play it, it is so slick, so smooth. Stuff gets built like pretty easily. Uh, Dragon like conveyors and stuff like that's really simple. Um, and if it, it, it has the depth too, you know, you're inserting stuff into stuff that's going to insert stuff into other stuff. <laughs> I know. love putting things in things. <laughs> you got to put things in things, right? So. Uh, I think you should give it a try. I think this would be one. That yeah, you would. You would I think you would like sitting there and, and indulging in this. Like, it's especially like if you didn't know what you wanted to play, this is that game, mm. right? Like, I'm just gonna go slap on some conveyor belts while I can, like, you know, consider playing something or, or doing something different. But, and then next thing you know, there's two, three hours gone. You done built nothing and accomplished <laughs> nothing. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's good. It's the good. best feeling. A lot of fun there to be had. Uh, I hope these guys just keep building this. I love, I love seeing games like this that are just unique, and they're not trying to follow in somebody's footsteps, right? Like they're trying to make their own thing, their own unique experience. I mean, they did obviously take an inspiration from Satisfactory. They had to the way this looks. Mm-hmm. But, um, I don't I don't mind that. I mean, but they're using it in a whole different way. Like you're using a lot of terraforming stuff and, and stuff like that to, to kind of shape your underground cave into this factory or whatever but very neat i would definitely recommend checking it out on, on game pass if, if you have that if you have that thing that thing yeah, where you play the games. first uh, first review says like subnautica satisfactory factorio terraria soup or maybe a sandwich <laughs> <laughs> with like underground factory building layers <laughs> Yeah, I'll check this out. I, I'm going to have to renew my $1 Game Pass subscription again. If anybody didn't know, they brought that back. Uh, which is definitely worth it. I guess we could go over that real quick, because they did come out with a whole new package uh, for Game yeah, Pass. Yeah, there's 
there's been so much that's happened um really lately like microsoft and everything yeah, a lot of microsoft stuff I, I didn't get to build that document to kind of like refresh it all but i think they they do have one more court date uh mm-hmm. coming up soon so maybe we'll do like a recap of all of it once uh yeah the final the- final say but there's one more thing i think they had to go through to to get that done but um I will go over the packages. So they did change the, the pricing scheme and their packages, right? So, um, I know that might be some convoluted information when some people look this up because it is confusing. Uh, they didn't do a spectacular job here, uh, in my opinion. No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's a lot <laughs> back and forth, just. Yeah. See, this is why you just get a you you get a Nintendo Switch, you pay your twenty dollars for the year, <laughs> and you play Rune Factory for. <laughs> <laughs> you about you to do. have um, <laughs> Call of Duty on there. Yeah, yeah. So they're saying it's going to be on there. Am I going to play it? Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> and I know you absolutely hate that community, so. Uh, <laughs> Don't put me out there like that. (laughs) We all know how much you hate them. Hey, at least at least you can say at one point in your life you were part of that community. You were one of those guys. I was. That was pretty hard. Like you were super hardcore on on Call of Duty on what Black Ops Two we share. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So here we go. Of this guy, I'm trying to find a good article that isn't like. Uh, I'll just go to I'll just go to Geek Eye for page. Maybe I do see your dollar game uh, Game Pass thing. Huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, I did see a perk. Do you still have Crunchyroll by any chance? You still doing the crunchy? Um, um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I haven't been on. I, I think it ran out. I think I got to renew it. Well, if you get your you get your dollar Game Pass, right? You go ahead and get that. And one of the perks on Game Pass now is seventy four days of something Crunchyroll for free. Ooh. So you can get in there and watch all the anime and and good good stuff you like. And that 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 does apply for existing and paid members, right? So take it if you already pay for Crunchyroll, you can still apply that that you can claim that coupon and get 74 days free of whatever that whatever that was whatever package but i don't like just your standard it might i don't know i feel like it was a better one because i mean i play for the cheap one right it's like six bucks or something yeah like that but uh i do feel like it was like the better one but i could be wrong Really struggling to find this information uh, for Game Pass. I don't know why this is it being so difficult here. I just want it all in one. I can't even find it on their web page. Uh, okay, Game Pass. Uh, how do we? Where's like the like? I want to go buy it right now, right? Like, how do you do? That? <laughs> Trying to go purchase it. Uh, <laughs> probably the website. Let me pull up. If I, I can open up the app on here. Uh, let's see. Uh, 
I don't know why this is. See, this is what I was saying. They could have made this so much more clear. Even the frequently asked questions on Microsoft's website is a bit of a letdown. Here's a page from Insider. I just want all the tiers in like one one place. So I can. Oh, here we go. Okay, I got it. This is what I wanted. A nice table. <laughs> Looks like they made it in Excel. That's exactly what I want. <laughs> so they got four, right? So they got four tiers of Game Pass. Four different plans. Xbox Games with Gold, no longer. It's gone. No longer getting that stuff. 20 years, I think yeah. is what it was. It was a long time. Long time for Xbox Games with Gold. Uh, but it's going to be gone, and you're going to get Xbox Game Pass Core for the same price. You're going to get that at $10 a month, $60 a year. And it's 25 games you get uh, for your Xbox library. Now, I don't know what those games are. Have they released any information on that? From what I read, it's probably going to be like, uh, they, they definitely released a list. Um, let me see if I can get you that real quick. I don't remember. I remember I, if I read it, then I don't remember, remember reading it. <laughs> what, uh, what is that called? The core? Yeah, core. Uh, so, but anyways, continue the, the core Game Pass, you will know you won't get same day releases. No streaming on the game library. You'll get your online multiplayer. You don't get the EA Play membership. Uh, you do get store discounts, uh, and you also get no free member perks. I got your games. Let me let me hear them games. What are we getting for free? I wonder how it competes uh, with Sony's uh, collection at the time when they had that. You got Among Us, Descenders. Dishonored 2, Doom Eternal, Fable Anniversary, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, Forza Horizon 4, Gears 5, Grounded, Halo 5 Guardians, Halo Wars 2, Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice, Human Fall Flat, Inside, Ori and the Will of the Wisp, Psychonauts 2, State of Decay, State of Decay 2, and The Elder Scrolls Online, Tamriel Unlimited. But it says game library may vary over time and by country. But that's probably going to be your general. Yeah, your general, general layout, right? So that's, mm -hmm. uh, it's not a super strong list uh, for like more recent titles, but it has some good games on it. It does. Um, some of those are like, yeah. oh, go ahead. You got two MMOs on here. Yeah, so you're going to absolutely conquer uh, a lot of time either one of them just pick one <laughs> it's time for you to jump back in the elder scrolls i tried that twice now i did try it again <laughs> hey two I times yeah i tried it again <laughs> and i actually managed to get to like a city like a hub where people were <laughs> <laughs> and uh then i had to do some kind of quest or something to go do something or go get something i was like it's like do i do i want to do this <laughs> do i have to <laughs> i don't want to do this and I kind of just dropped off after that. I just, I'm done with <laughs> uh, not saying that the game's bad. I I think me like like maybe like fourteen year old me would have absolutely ate that up. <laughs> but me <laughs> me being a, a thirty plus year old now, <laughs> is, yeah, you don't uh, have time. I don't which... have the brain capacity or the 
mental aptitude to <laughs> to want to do that. I think playing it together would would help, but yeah, it's just a time the thing, right? Thing. Yeah. It's the time thing. <laughs> just being able to sit down with one of those uh, like style games and be able to actually put in what you want. You know, I mean, for me, I either have to wait till it's like super late at night, which yeah, is then. typically when like you get the most time that's like uninterrupted. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And that's the same here. And by that, by the time that time comes and I'm just like, I almost just don't even feel like using my keyboard. And I play a yeah. lot of mouse games, man. I'm not going to lie. I'm a sucker for a game that I can play with just my mouse. <laughs> So I can lean back, you know, <laughs> just using the one hand <laughs> approach. <laughs> so I'm I'm in there playing the two point campuses and two point hospitals. I'm in there playing the whatever kind of like city it. builder, rim world, you know, whatever you're trying <laughs> to do uh, that you can absolutely play with one hand. <laughs> uh, not gonna lie, uh, that other game, that Cosmo, the Cosmo game, Cosmoteer game I was telling you about, where you build the spaceship. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely playable with just one hand. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Uh, 10 out of 10 in your book. Yeah. Yeah. If I don't need to use my keyboard and I can play an entire game with just one device. <laughs> it's good stuff. And, and and it just so happens to be that I like those genre of games anyway. So that just kind of works out. Uh, some people probably just absolutely just are disgusted with any kind of town builder or colony sim. Uh, but I'm completely fine my life approach to games now. <laughs> but yeah, so core, you're getting just the bare minimums. You're going to be playing with your friends $10 a month. Getting that 25 game library. Um, so then you can pay for Xbox Game Pass for PC uh, for $10 a month. You get more than 100 games for PC uh, as well. And so you get same day releases on, on Xbox Studios. You can't stream stuff. Um, you don't need the multiplayer thing because it's on PC. Uh, and uh, you get the EA Play membership for PC only. It's a really the, good deal. It is. If you are if you don't have the console and you're looking to get uh, a really good deal, the PC Game Pass is an absolutely great plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially There's if you... Some solid games. Yeah. It, I mean... Props to you if you go make a PC or buy, buy a PC. And uh, some of these games are super demanding nowadays. So, uh, I, I will say a lot of the experience is much better on PC sometimes. That is <laughs> that is enjoyable. It's it's growing on me a lot. Um, that's for sure. Yeah, where games like where I used to sit down and play on console, like 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 a Tropico game, right? Or I used to like playing that on console. Every time I th- when I play it on console or something similar to like that kind of genre, I'm always like, I could play this on PC and probably enjoy it a little bit more. Just because you have just, that. Just the controls. Yes, the controls are absolutely <laughs> the make or break for some of these games. And that's what I was saying about that Tectonica game being strictly mostly a, a, a PC derivative game. Like that game is, it, it would play so much good better. I wouldn't say it, play, it would play so much better on PC because they did a good job with the console version of that. But in most cases, that is the reason. Like, you're on, like Satisfactory, if they poured it over, had terrible controls, I'm going to turn it off and be like, eh. Another one I, I played, uh, so Power Washing Simulator. Have you ever played? Have you gotten into there yet? 
Yeah, on the PC I did. Absolutely, right? So you played it on PC. So I played it on console. Now, here's the thing with Power Washing Simulator is it takes a lot of dexterity uh, with your thumb to to kind of like get in the nitty-gritty corners and stuff. You have to have very good precision with the joystick on the controller. It's it's not even the same as like aiming in like a Call of Duty. You can just quick quick turn, pull trigger. Hopefully you hit them, right? <laughs> when you're playing Power Washing Simulator, you got to like really like wiggle that thing into some spots that are or it would be much, much faster and easier with a mouse, right? It'd just be so much more ergonomic. It makes more sense. And uh, I'm not saying they did a bad job on the console, but I can see how that game, it, it's its roots are on PC. That, that game is probably most experienced and enjoyed on PC. Uh, but yeah, that's a cool game, oh, by wow. the way. What, the uh, Power Washington? <laughs> yeah, yes, actually, it's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> Once you get a couple of things in, you're like, wow, this is actually <laughs> start busting out the soaps. Yeah. It's a good time. All right. So what do we got? Here? Next plan. It would be Xbox Game Pass for console. Not knowing why this is a dollar more, but it's $11 a month. Uh, I don't know how they check that math out. <laughs> uh, you're getting the whole, you know, you're getting the, the games for the console only. For your game library. You're getting same-day releases. All this stuff that uh, PC had. Uh, but you're not getting no EA Play membership. You don't get any of the EA games. So you're not going to be out there playing your UFCs and, and all that stuff. Uh, Need for Speeds. Uh, so you get your Microsoft discounts and you don't get any member perks, though. You still don't get those. You only get those with the last package here at Xbox Game Pass Ultimate at $17 a month. Uh, you get the entire game library, of course. And they were releases. Streaming. Online multiplayer, you get your EA membership, store discounts, and free member perks like that crunchy roll I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. That guy. So, seventeen dollars a month. Oh, go ahead. And it's got PC included too. Yes, yeah, that is the other thing. So you're going to get console and PC on Ultimate. Uh, so you, if you are a cross cross player as as we are, uh, then it's probably the best deal. But at seventeen a month, how do you feel? Uh, when that stacks up like that. Um, I don't like it, but typically when I was getting ultimate, I would try to wait for the sales on like the three month cards and try to buy a couple of them just cause it felt like a little bit of a better deal. Uh, cause the price does add up quite a bit, but honestly, I, I for what they give you, I think it's worth it as somebody that's had both of them. And now I don't, but I want to get it again just because of the amount of games that have come out on there since then. They they do update it a lot. Yeah, they just actually put quite a few uh, games on there. Um, I, don't, I don't know where I put my cellular device, but I would have looked real quick. But they, they did put some some pretty good games on there uh, recently, uh, even even Rune Factory 4. You know, they did put that on there. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, there were some other ones too uh, in that genre. I think that they were slapping on there, uh, and they do have new, brand new games like Amnesia Bunker that came out day one Game Pass uh, when that launched. Uh, this Tectonica game, of course, that I was just telling you about. There's a ton of stuff, and I so I think what I really enjoy about so I like when they have the the big time games, right? So I don't have to go buy them. 
that is a great a great perk of it. But they have those like little unknown games that I just never heard of, and you get to experience them on there, which is cool. You don't have to take the risk of of purchasing it. And now sometimes like it might even drive you to go purchase it. Like I want this game. Yeah. You know. So there's always that too. If you want to support the developer, you want it into your library forever. You don't have to worry about it going away. Yeah, seventeen a month. It gets you everything. Um, I was half right, so I think I think this time last year I said by this time this year we would see an in price or increase in price for Game Pass, but I went with like twenty four ninety nine ish. I think at the time. Yeah, that was a big jump. <laughs> like a ten dollar increase. Uh, yeah, and, but I'm not ruling it out. I think we'll get no? there. Now I think we'll get there eventually. So they might be playing the long game here, but maybe maybe this time next year. <laughs> yeah, I think it is gonna. We might see twenty dollars a month. You know, maybe it goes to nineteen ninety nine, and then the next thing you know, it's twenty one ninety nine. Uh, I think we'll get to that price eventually. I'm not saying. Like, there's no way they're going to hold this uh, and develop these. I don't understand. I, I get into it all the time, but I don't understand how Game Pass makes makes enough money to support all the studios. There. I mean, it's about Activision Blizzard, and they're going to launch these games on Game Pass. How are you getting the turnaround of, of those games? Besides Call of Duty, that's going to release on, on PlayStation for 10 years. Like, I don't they're, understand. I think they're going to take their main income from candy crush i think that's their biggest thing i'm pretty sure that's the reason they bought it was for all that mobile money those sweet sweet digital dollars yeah that's a yeah candy crush is a billion dollar uh company king's mobile is absolutely swimming in dough um people just can't get enough of the the candies crushing them candies (laughs) Um, good stuff i so i played that game and got to like a long time ago, right? Don't don't judge me, but I got to like level four hundred, which is nothing, right? It's, not, it's like barely breaking the ice on that game. Um, but the game is to to me, right? So this is I could be completely wrong, but I feel like that game is entirely rigged to make you buy stuff. Absolutely. Like that. So it is. It, you like so you can. <laughs> this is gonna make me angry because this game makes me so angry. <laughs> I can hear it in your voice already. <laughs> you, so. You play a puzzle game, right? Puzzle games are uh, a chance of of luck. You get the chance of luck and probability, statistically, some kind of, of chance of probability that you're going to get mm. a certain color, shape, or whatever mm. it is. A little bit longer. And um, when you're playing Candy Crush, right, that probability is absolutely not there. <laughs> you can't tell me. You can't <laughs> tell me. Down. That at, at you got like what four or five colors that one of them could I have a 20% chance of that being a thing that's going to fall in this spot, right? But it never does. I'll get four, five, six reds in a row, but I need a blue here to make my stripes, or, or, or I need to hit this, this uh jelly that I need to get rid of to win the, the round, and it just never goes, it just won't go there. You can't tell me the game is not set up. In a manner that absolutely wastes the lives that you get, because you get five lives, that uh, you, then you have to use gold to buy more lives. Or if anybody is ever listening to this, you know how you you, you defeat that whole 
that whole system where you never have to purchase lives, what you do is come here. You got to come a little closer though. I don't want, I don't say okay. it. Okay. I'm in. Hold on. <laughs> what you do is you take your time on your phone, right? And you change it one day ahead. You move it one day <laughs> and then you load the game up. You load the game right back up and you have full lives. And then you put your time back on the right time on your phone. Unlimited, uh, that guy. unlimited lives, unlimited lives. <laughs> I bet they got something out there for that. No, it still works to this day. <laughs> They're putting in a hot fix right now. <laughs> I just ruined it for everybody. No, <laughs> you did. You did. You didn't whisper quiet enough. <laughs> but yeah, that that existed since like the beginning of that game, and it still it still does. I don't know why, because there's other games that obviously are time driven that don't that doesn't work on. Like I can't load up Clash of Clans and say oh, I'm gonna put my game a week ahead so my town hall finishes right. That doesn't work. <laughs> uh, but you can absolutely get full lives on that uh, that way. So don't buy lives on Candy Crush because it's not the game's not fair. It's already rigged anyways. Uh, and the and the pricing and the marketing of that game is absolutely atrocious. I don't know why anybody would ever buy any of that stuff, uh, especially for a game like. Like okay, if I buy this this thing to, like the they got a uh, like a thing where you can smash the a candy or or switch spots with a different candy or something like that, but it's still a game of probability and chance. Like you, even if you use this power up, you might not even win. Still, so you just you just threw the money right out. You're just like I don't, I don't even want it now, right? I don't want that money. Out of my face, uh, and, and you still lost, right? That's the <laughs> yeah, thing. You still do. <laughs> Like so, still lose. I don't know. I'm not going to get too deep into that. Uh, just the fact being that I think the I think that game is literally the the pinnacle of monetization <laughs> of of yeah. trying to create and make revenue out of nothing. Uh, you're getting literally nothing uh, for what you're buying. Just the mobile market is so much different than yes, it is that. So. You do you know that uh, the Marvel Snap game does such a good job at making people want to buy cool looking cards, even though they don't do anything. It's really <laughs> cool. They try They got some really cool ones. They really want you to spend <laughs> money. I mean, you, you make like enough currency that you can save up and get stuff. Like it's not like super hard to get it, but some of those things I'm like, Oh, I could probably buy some, some gold. Yeah. So nah, like, I could have that cool looking card. So, so for a full <laughs> example, like what you said is absolutely true. I'm going to turn, Marvel snap on right now. And I'm going to tell you how much gold I have. I haven't spent any gold. Right. So this is, and I have not played the game uh, like a boatload. Like this isn't a lot of time into it. I'll tell you right now though, how much gold do you have on your account? And this is entirely free. I have not purchased anything on this. You got to open it up. This is, this is straight up just earning the stuff and playing the game. And I'll read you. What's the other one? The the what is the, the other currency? Credits. Credits. Yes, I'll tell you what I got on that too. And uh, that's me spending it as well. Like I spend it because it's free, and that's kind of like how you just upgrade the cards just to make them look cool. It really has no purpose. <laughs> that uh, the 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 more you upgrade, the more you can get closer to getting those catches that uh can give you new cards too. Yeah. Yeah, you upgrade and yep, yeah, you go up in your collector level. Uh, but this is probably one of the best made uh, mobile games, uh, 
meant to be an enjoyment to play and not just to cash out. So. Okay, I got 1,100 gold and 430 credits. Yeah, so you you got a pretty good amount of gold too. And you never, you haven't made any purchases, right? I spend the gold. You spend the gold? But yeah. not like, yeah, but not, um, not like with actual money. Gotcha. Yeah, so mine, I haven't spent any of my gold. And I got 2,005 gold. Spend that gold. And I got, for the credits, I have 7,400. Spend them credits. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's entirely free, right? That's the point I just wanted to kind of get across. Like, I didn't. We didn't do anything. We just earned the, this stuff by playing the game. It's just played. <laughs> yeah. We didn't have to buy any of that stuff. And the stuff in the shop, you know, is, is uh, like, you can buy the stuff, but it don't help you in the game, right? It's just because you want it in your collection, which is the whole point, right? So you can't, you can't pay to win in that game, which is the best thing about that game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no matter how much money you spend, if you suck at it, you suck at it. <laughs> Yeah, if you don't know what you're doing, you're not going to know what you're doing with more cards. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, which is great. Uh, yeah, the whole mobile industry is is really something unreal. Uh, but there's some, I mean, some good games on there. You just got to watch what you get and, uh, you know, look at those. The first thing I do is sometimes look at the store page and see how dumb this game's going to be by how much... How many currencies and stuff they have, right? If, why do you have five different currencies in a game? Like, you don't need that many. You don't need that many. Uh, but they try to get people to buy stuff, and that's the whole the whole thing. But uh, what were we saying before we got onto this topic? I don't even remember. What were we getting mad about? Xbox. <laughs> no, something something after that. Uh, it was something about with... Uh, we just talked about... I think I said because that makes the most money. Yeah, you're talking yeah. about. Oh yeah, how Game Pass makes money, right? Yeah. Yep. But uh, they got some, you know, big games coming out soon, and I don't know how they're going to make the revenue back uh, if it's just on Game Pass. But I'm not the financial advisor for Microsoft, so they must know something that I don't. Uh, like Starfield, you're looking at the big picture. You know, it's going to be a, a massive hit, of course. It, it would have generated millions of dollars. Uh, hundreds of millions of dollars if it's sold, but they're going to release it on Game Pass. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how that. Do you think they're going to get hundreds of millions of dollars in new subscribers? I don't. I don't know. I, don't yeah. know. I think they're going to pick up something. Uh, I, I did hear that the like sales on uh, the Series X and everything has gone up. I've seen Series S's on some reasonable sales. I don't know if I've ever seen an X. Uh, yeah, I think uh, Amazon, like the prices were up like 80 something percent or the sales were. Mm. Yeah, they, I don't know. They sell more consoles to get more Game Pass subscribers. But you could just play Rune Factory on your on your Switch. You don't have to. You don't have to do that. You could. I see they're remaking Rune Factory three now for. for uh, yes. For the Switch. Yes, they are. Or maybe more consoles than the Switch, but I've, I've seen it for the Switch. 
be a whole thing. I was never, I didn't know I was a Rune Factory fan until recent. This is a new, new discovery. <laughs> it just kind of happened. And uh, I was a, I was an old school Harvest Moon fan, which I think now is the story of seasons uh, branding. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, big time fan of the Harvest Moon series on on uh, on the Game Boy. Uh, yeah, now Rune Factory fan. I, I always wanted to try Rune Factory Five because it looked like it was a little more, a little more uh, modernized. I don't know. It's not even the right word. It's like a three-dimensional aspect rather than the two-dimensional kind of uh, look of Rune Factory 4. But I don't even know if I want that. Uh, I, I kind of just like what 4 does. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I don't know why I never played it before. It's it's weird because it's like, you, you know, you can level up your sleep stat by sleeping. I guess. Uh, oh, can you? Yeah. It's <laughs> just get better. You just better get sleeping. better sleeping? I, I don't know what it's for. There's totally a stat. Wish. Wish that was real. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need I need to upgrade that. Put a few points in sleep. Yeah. So they uh they totally have. I mean they got a stat for just about everything, and they just passively upgrade, uh, level up while you play the game. You don't have to put points in anything, which I kind of like games that do that. You just they level up what you use. I mean, that's this how it works. So it's cool stuff. I don't know what I was where we were going with this. Uh, just just talking to fill time, I guess. Now at this point. <laughs> not exactly sure <laughs> <laughs> i know hey, there was something a lot there's something else that uh i don't know if you wanted to embrace anymore in this episode i don't know how my computer was freaking out so yeah i think we're like at an hour something like that yeah maybe we can wrap it you want to wrap it up wrap it up I don't uh, know if your computer's it. still doing that I'd... oh no it's good now oh. i had a, I had a reboot Oh, okay, but uh, oh, you said I I did want you because before we do get off here, uh, you said you made a, a season one uh, Diablo character, right? I did. Yeah, tell us, tell us a little about the season, maybe. Uh, so there is definitely a battle pass. I didn't know it was going to be one of those. Do you have to get it? Absolutely not. It just gives you more um, cosmetic stuff, basically. I heard there was some controversy surrounding the battle pass. Uh, I'll do that while you tell us about how lovely your character is. <laughs> um, you can choose to skip the um, campaign when you make the character. So you start out and it's they have like whole new missions and, and added quests and added places designed around this. And uh, I believe the, the map uh, changes as well during the season, like certain things are, are added to it in different style enemies and sort of like a, a, the corruption thing, I think is what this first season is dealing with. Mm. Uh, but you just slowly compete uh, your chapters of like the seasonal stuff and it upgrades levels in your uh, battle pass and then you can unlock your free stuff in there. But so far it's... um. It's been all right, I guess. I made another druid, and I'm just doing bear stuff this time. Ooh, bear and rock stuff. Bear push rock. Bear push rock. It says Diablo 4 rock, player rock, slams rock. premium battle pass UI for its malicious design. Is that is that true? That, that sounds right. Does it have malicious design? <laughs> tell me what those malicious things are. <laughs> 
Uh, says uh, Diablo 4 Season 1 Battle Pass is here, bringing uh, with it special mounts, armor, transmogs, and more. Unfortunately, the Battle Pass has been uh, not been warmly received by the community with players already uh, blasting various aspects of it, like its lack of premium currency. Uh, now, one Diablo 4 player uh, publicly uh, slammed the Battle Pass UI for its malicious design after accidentally activating it during a stream. Nope. <laughs> uh, this is content creator. I won't say his name. I don't know if he... I mean, there's an article if you want to look it up. But uh, the incident of the Twitter and explain. Uh, so Blizzard placed to activate premium Battle Pass button right next to the button you have to constantly press to check your season journey. Um, guess what happened to me after five others in my street? Blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. So he accidentally oh, hit the button. He's right. Is it right? He is right it? though. Yeah, it it is. It's like right underneath of it or right above it. Um, I don't know how it works if, with the PC part, but it, it's definitely there on the console version. But that you at least know you're not clicking there. But <laughs> I, I wonder why it instantly bought it though. I don't know. I I, I know sometimes that uh. I think you have to click a couple times, like at least twice. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know enough about it to to put a put a say on it, but you know, obviously these it's, things are UI engineered to to direct people to do certain things, and that could be the case. I'm not saying that's why they did it, uh, but uh, and the lack of premium currency. So there is no premium currency on the tier battle tiers, or is it just not that much. I don't think it's actually any in there. I need wow. to figure that. If it is, it's like it probably not enough to do the whole battle pass. And that's typically the thing that makes the passes at least doable is you can get enough to get the next one free if you're playing. Absolutely. Yep. If you save it. And most games mm-hmm. do have just enough to, to do that. Um, so that's a surprise. Uh, here's another article. It says Blizzard admits mistakes with Diablo 4 Season 1 patch. Uh, vows never again. <laughs> yeah, uh, it says the drastic reductions reverting. in players' power and season of the uh, malignant patch 1.1, coupled with an uh, imbalance among classes, triggered a chain reaction of outrage among fans. Uh, social media platforms are flooded when players protest criticism, negative reviews, uh, cascaded, and disappointed players openly voiced their dissatisfaction. Uh, let's see, what did they do though? Did they nerf everybody. They nerfed all the They players. did. They nerfed a bunch of stuff, I think. I know they nerfed the sorcerer I saw people talking about, but they got mad. I'm making a new character, right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sucks. Why would they do that? Why would they do that? Uh, let's see. Yeah, I don't know. So uh, I know they do a lot of balance checks and balances to keep the game back, you know playable and, and enjoyable amongst whatever class you pick. But I feel like they always like what happens is they like, oh, they make the game, they create the game, they put the game out and then they do like an initial adjustment for balance. And then sometimes like, like you know, months later they're like, oh, we're just going to change this one attribute. And uh, it throws like everything off. Like people, you know, people build a whole character around the ability to do this one thing. And then yep. you, just, you just you just wasted how many hours of their life by changing this? <laughs> I don't know. Does it really matter that that much? Are we? I mean, we're not esporting Diablo Four here. We're just we just want to play Diablo and enjoy what we. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. 
I think that gets a little carried away sometimes. Like I know there's going to be some kind of meta in Diablo 4, and people are going to be like, oh, if you want the best sorcerer, you're going to have to pick this, 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 this. That's the character you're going to have to make. That is the one that works. That's how you need to play the play the game. Um, I don't really care about that, right? I just want to play the game and just pick random armors, and my dude look like a like an absolute wardrobe nightmare that has the most random <laughs> abilities. I don't like. I just don't care. That's just you know. I, I get it. You know, they get you on like, oh, buy this real shiny, cool armor, and you get the mm-hmm. stuff, and I feel like like when that's so when Fortnite did that initially. Like they are the captivators of the skin. <laughs> uh, you could you could go in there, and I think that's when people were like, "Wow, this is so cool! This is so cool!" I th- I feel like it's just so at this point, it's just so flooded into the market for like every single game. Like, I just don't even like I don't care. I want to be the dude that's just running around in the mixed wardrobe at this point because I'm the only dude that's going to look different than everybody else now. <laughs> yeah. It's because everybody else has bought the same armor. Like, like I don't know. I just feel like this the whole microtransaction thing and, and the mobile game thing we were saying earlier is just a... It's a really set you off. It's, it's a real nightmare. Candy Crush really ended your, uh, ended your whole day. The whole podcast ruined it. No. Candy Crush being one, that is... It is a it is the pinnacle, the pinnacle of microtransactions and a waste of money. It's a clear waste of money. You're not getting anything for that money. Stop buying it. Uh, don't buy anything for that matter. Don't buy food. Don't buy water. Don't just don't, don't even live. Just, just stop buying stuff. Just quit it. <laughs> no. um, now, I do support if they have a battle pass, it has a way to earn back your money. And it has, like, if you know you're going to be playing this game for a period of time, you're probably most likely going to max out the battle pass and you're going to get all those perks, and it was only $10, and you earn your $10 back uh, through premium currency, more power to you. I don't have a problem with that. It's when you make them individual purchases of $24.99 to get, to get 1,600 shards because the armor you want is 15 or like, I don't know, like 1,500, but the next one down was $10. That's not enough money, so you had to buy the $25 one to get the $10 armor. <laughs> and you know what I mean? It's, it's so it's so directed to make people do that. And it's, it just irritates me so much. Like, why, why do you do that? Like you obviously know, nobody's going to be able to buy the $10 package to get the $12 armor. So then they're going to have to spend the $25 to get the $25 package. And then and they're not going to have enough for more. Yeah. They're not going to have enough for the next set of armor that they might want. So they have to buy another $10 package or the $25 package. And it's just a nonstop thing. Like just stop buying the stuff. <laughs> I, I don't know. Anyways, I digress. Oh, one last thing. I just I found a cool. Uh, you you you'll probably be interested in this. A brighter note, a brighter note. Something you can spend some money on and get a lot of enjoyment out of. Uh, <laughs> I found a game. You might have heard of it. It's a board game. It's called Dice Throne. Have you heard of this game? Dice Dice Throne. Dice Throne, very cool looking. No, game. They, they think have so. they have a website, so it's it's a it's a one versus one uh, battle game where you play the game almost similar to like a Yahtzee style to select your your combat abilities, and uh, your your goal purpose is to deplete the other characters' uh, HP. So you play it you're like okay. you're gonna you're gonna roll, you're gonna get uh, 
you know, you get five dice, you roll, you might get a couple swords and a couple of this, and that might be one of your attacks you can do that's going to do a set amount of damage, and so on and so on. But it looks very fun. This is one I've been... I, I found it last night, actually, and I might have to make a purchase of this. Because uh, it looks like... Very in-depth. Yeah, it looks it looks like a good time, though. Like a, like an in-depth Yahtzee uh, with some very, very cool character cards. And it does have some cards that give you some abilities because you can actually upgrade your abilities on the board. Uh, so, say, an example, you have, like, a Slash ability that does three damage. You can, you can then maybe use some of your combat points to upgrade that skill. Um, and then your slash damage might do six, you know, if you have that upgrade card, for instance. But uh, it looks like a lot of fun. I feel like this is one that's, that's standing out to me when I when I look up. Uh, make some board games. Uh, this one looks cool. It's got a lot of heroes, too. Yeah, they got different sets, right? So, I mean, so, so now it is on the pricier side. So if you go to their actual website and you look at like their season two um, box, which is like a hundred bucks, you know, that's, that's, that's steep, right? Uh, for, for something that you're going to play time and time again, I'm sure. But this has a lot of characters. Uh, the, the box that comes with, now you can buy like two, two character packs and stuff like that, uh, which are like 30 bucks or so, but you can get this whole box set for like a hundred bucks and you get, uh, let's see. I think it's eight characters. Yeah, it's quite a bit. So it's it's a quite a bit of replayability, and they all play different. And every game's different because it's a it's a game of you know like probability, like like Candy Crush should be. But um, you know, you're rolling dice like Yahtzee, right? Or if anybody played Dicey Dungeon, anybody ever play that? You know, that's a cool Ooh, game. Yeah, it's kind of similar. You're gonna be matching up die to uh, do your attacks and stuff. Really interesting. They also have Marvel. Yeah, they do have a Marvel set. I think it's a four character set. Or I've seen a four character set on their website. They got a battle chest though. Yeah. Uh so yeah, all your favorite Marvel characters. And they have their actual like Marvel type moves that would they would do, their special abilities and stuff. I like that. That's they, that's cool. They do got Spooter Man. They got Miles Morales Spooter Man, which is nice. Spooter <laughs> Scarlet Witch, Black yeah. Panther, Doctor Strange. Yeah, Captain Marvel. They look very nice. I like the artwork a lot on these. Yeah, it's a pretty solid set. I, I understand you. I'm maybe putting this in the old cart. I might have to. This might be a purchase that I just... Uh, and I feel like it looks like it's easy enough to learn. Like, right? So you can teach somebody to play in a relatively quick time. Like, I don't need to pull up a YouTube video. <laughs> and we watch it for 40 minutes to figure out how to play uh, something. But I feel like something you can just bust out and you could play a couple rounds. And be like, wow, that's good fun. Uh, and it's not a lot of whole, it's not a lot of setup. You get your card out, you get some die out. And uh, you throw some die. You throw some die, right? Making some pairs. I just want to throw that out to you. I thought you'd be interested. Uh, yeah. I, I know you're, is, a, I like this. you're a, a fan of uh, some board games as well. So. Looking very much forward to your divinity set. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes in. Yeah. All however much of it that's going to come. <laughs> now I got to know how to play it all. Never, never. 
yeah, you're gonna have to get the the whole. Uh, hopefully, they send you the uh, the tutorial video or something attached in the box, CD-ROM. Yeah, <laughs> they send me the 500 page rule book. <laughs> yeah, that's so wild. Hardback. So, yeah, it's a hardcover. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I think that's all I got. Uh, uh, you any final thoughts, comments, concerns, anything? Oh, if anybody was still interested, the Minecraft Green Creeper uh, refrigerator, the uh, mini fridge is still available at Walmart for uh, it's on sale for ninety eight, marked down from about one hundred seventy. So, wow. Wow. Uh, pretty cool looking um, compared to the Xbox one. I, I think the Creeper one's got it going on. <laughs> it lights up too. The the, uh, the Xbox ones are still available. You can still find them. They actually have uh, they have some in our local Target. Hey. If you, if you so desired. To. Now, what was the other thing you were telling me about they, they were making? Was it a toaster? What was the other yeah. thing? Was I think it's supposed to be a toaster. What was uh, <laughs> what was it? Was it this? Yeah, it was a Series S toaster. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> uh, oh man! Hey, it looks good. Looks very toaster-like. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I, I knew it. It hit me the other day. I was thinking about it. I was like, "Did he tell me they were making a toaster?" <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> That's funny. Already well. That's all you got. We'll wrap it up yes, here. Sir. And uh don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Legacy Respawn. You can find us over on patreon.com slash legacy respawn where you can support the show. Greatly appreciate it, of course. And until next time, take care. Bye.